Hello, and welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker, welcoming you to a special edition of MacCast, celebrating the class of 2020. For this year's seniors, the COVID-19 outbreak brought an abrupt end to their final semester and their senior year. Many had to leave campus without saying goodbye to their friends and professors, and with so much uncertainty about their professional futures. But we are still so proud of all our students have accomplished and want to recognize them. During this year's Senior Week, as has been our tradition, we are releasing a series of mini-podcasts introducing you to our senior stars, our award winners. In this episode, the Keough Founding Editors Award recognizes a graduating senior who, through continuous and outstanding effort, contributes directly to the excellence of Cardinal Media. The award was originated by the founding editors, John Falaco and Kara Race, in memory of Dr. Catherine Keough, who believed in the idea of an excellent campus newspaper and supported their efforts to make their dream a reality. And this year's winner is Olivia Wilde. Since her first year in college, Olivia Wilde has been part of the Cardinal Courier, starting as a staff writer and photographer. She has dedicated much of her college career to the Courier and has served as the editor-in-chief for the last three semesters. Olivia Wilde, welcome back to MacCast. Thank you for having me again. Well, yes, I say welcome back since you were a guest at the beginning of the year with Marty Lafica talking about your plans for the Courier. So congratulations on being the winner of the Keogh Award. Thank you. I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Like, I didn't even expect it. It's, <laughs> you know, it's just very special. That makes it even better that it was a nice surprise for you. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you actually happened to come to Fisher? Sure. So I'm originally from Rochester. So I grew up um, hearing a lot about Fisher and, you know, at least that you have to visit campus and, you know, take pride in our local, you know, treasures of Rochester. Um, I started off, um, you know, with design and photography in high school. So that kind of introduced me to the communications world, sort of speak. And then when I went, you know, to college and stuff like that, um, I kind of just was thrown into communication. I always knew I wanted to do something in it. You were focused on communications even in high school then. So there wasn't any question that you were going to major in something else. Yeah, I mean, I kind of dabbled into nursing, but some things in my life happened. I'm like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know, something like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, freshman year, um, I was, you know, in the communication, decided that, and I, you know, wanted to do everything I could from the beginning. So I started, um, you know, being a staff writer and photographer for the Cardinal Career, and it just hit off ever since basically the first week I was at Fisher. So, yeah. <laughs> so you were, was this at the Involvement Fest that you got involved, or did you already know because you'd already been investigating Fisher and the communications program? Well, I, um, 
you know, when you go to the day of, you know, media and communication, mm-hmm. they like tour you um, and bring you around campus and show you everything that you can do. They went, you know, to the Carnell TV, which I also was involved in a little bit, but it really took off with the career. Um, and then when they showed us the career, um, it just sparked something like joy, you know, kind of that hope of this is where I should be. You know, not everyone has that. Like I never had newspaper experience before. Um, you know, normally people are like, yeah, there's a newspaper at my, at my, at my high school. I didn't have that. I went to Schrader, which is a very nice high school with very nice professors and stuff, but we never had anything like that. Um, So I was just thrown into something that I never had experienced before. And um, it just hit off after that. Like um, Marie, um, she left before my freshman year, but um, she was like so eccentric and, you know, talked about it like it was like something I needed to do so Mm -hmm. I at least tried it and it just it just started then basically Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy (laughs) because never in my life before I you know threw myself into something I didn't know so that that kind of you know made me more confident in what I was doing believe it or not no, a lot of people don't find their passion so quickly. So it's pretty amazing that you were able to do that so early on and continue. So were you mainly taking photographs early on? Was that your main role? I did. I did. I think equally, you know, writing and taking photos, like mm-hmm. um, not with every newspaper, but we at in the career tried to have our staff writers take the photos because they know the story the most. So it kind of went hand in hand. I mean, I did try to um, help other, you know, staff writers because it's not, it's not needed that you need to like take photos, but, you know, I tried to, you know, help out whenever I could. Mm -hmm. So they do go hand in hand, you know. Right, right. So what inspired you to want to take on a leadership role then? For about two semesters, I was staff writer and photographer. And I, I, I like the passion for, you know, sharing, you know, what was going on in campus and just the art of writing in news and taking like photojournalism um it like sparked a bigger passion for it so i was like hmm, maybe i could you know offer the career like something more than just you know staff um writing and you know helping out with photos and stuff like that so courtney hopped was there at the time and she was like yeah like let's do it you know and it just it was I'm very lucky because, you know, I don't think I would have such a, you know, go with the flow um, experience with that. So, I mean, I, I showed my effort towards the career and that kind of took off to a leadership role, 
So that's right. how it started. And did uh, the former editor, uh, Diana Russo, did she give you some advice when you were taking over? So at the time, Diana was transitioning to be the editor-in-chief, or at least the managing editor. Mm -hmm. I forget. But she was trying, she was transitioning into an even bigger leadership role. So they they did need, um, like, a news and lifestyles editor. Um, but it did, but she did, you know, kind of recommend me, like, um, we work really well together. Um, we still work together as this day, like, we're still friends and everything like that. And yeah, she definitely like helped me. She was definitely my mentor alongside with Courtney. And then this year you worked with, um, with Marty LaFica as a managing editor. So the two of you were, were a team working together. Oh yeah. Um, he started kind of behind the scenes, like, um, like lightly doing things um, probably a year and a half ago, like three semesters ago. And then last, like two semesters ago, he, I was like, yeah, he needs to be a part of the team. <laughs> so I kind of asked him if he wanted, well, he, I didn't, I asked him to become the sports editor, um, but I didn't ask him to become more a part of the career. I did, I did, um, you know, give him a leadership role because he does, you know, he does show a lot of passion and effort towards you know sports writing at the time so I'm like hey you mm. need the recognition that you deserve so I gave it to him and then um you know it took off then he was so helpful not just in sports like he would do anything that I like asked for help with and just he's the sweetest man I've ever <laughs> met and I asked him, like, hey, you shown so much effort and you helped me, like, through everything, you know, everything I said before, like, that those are the reasons why he deserves even more leadership. So I, I asked him if he wanted to be the managing editor. And again, it was like so smooth sailing. He was like, yes, I would love to be that. So it just took off then. That, that's really great to hear. Now, I know that you guys um, had a magazine issue in progress when we were moved to online classes and you had to leave campus. So what's the status of that? Is Are we ever going to be able to see what that issue looked like? Yes. So in a perfect world it would have been you know <laughs> out this week right it would have been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it's kind of sad you know mm -hmm. but we the, we are going to publish it at the beginning of the semester so basically everything is in place everything is good we just got to print it obviously that's not happening right now mm -hmm. so definitely in the beginning of next semester the fall semester we will have an issue from this semester so it'll be a little different but the effort and the stories and everything that was involved in it does deserve that um 
you know, late recognition. Um, it's still, there's some, most of the stories are timeless, so it, it what doesn't really matter, but like Marty and I are graduating, so even though we're not going to be active students there, our names are still going to be there, you know. Um, are you rewriting the editorial as well? Yeah, um, I'm going to be doing that. There's going to be, it's kind of going to be the, I guess, pandemic a special issue, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. So I know that from having you in class that you've become really even more focused on photography and design. So in an ideal world, um, what would you see yourself doing after graduation? I am really enjoying design, like media, and that is so like broad again i try to you know stretch myself out as much as i can you know i love to design print you know i was involved with the magazine um not this semester because we actually had bonnie miguel she um was involved in post magazine and also has her own design like design advertising company um so i in the perfect world i would love to you know, have my own design company, like anything from, you know, designing personal logos, like with your name for your LinkedIn or own website to, you know, designing flyers for organizations, for events and all that kind of stuff. So I really try to, you know, educate myself in, you know, digital, print, social media, graphics, everything. So, I mean, I would love to do that for a company or, you know, freelance and do multiple companies. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that sounds good. So looking back on your time at Fisher and with The Courier, um, do you have any advice for incoming students or maybe things that you wish you'd told your first year self? when you came to Fisher? It sounds like you did exactly what you wanted to do. I know, I'm, I don't know how, like, I don't know what luck I have, what luck I deserve, because with everything else, it's like up in the air or, you know, kind of like you have to, you have to, I, I think I had to work to what exactly I wanted to do because I did start off obviously just writing and a little bit into like design and stuff like I always loved you know the art of design but without being a part of the career it didn't I wouldn't have you know found my true passion of design and you know photography and stuff like that but my advice to someone who you know either a freshman or is you know, doesn't really know what they want to do in life. I just go with the flow. I like, it's so cliche, but you know, go with your gut feeling. Like if you don't like something, don't be afraid to, you know, change it up. You know, you can always go back to what you were doing before and also try new things. Like you don't know if you like something without trying it. It's just like trying new food. You don't know if you like the food before you try it. So, yeah. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. That, that sounds like good advice and something that's easy to do at a place like Fisher. Sure. 
So, Olivia Wilde, congratulations on receiving the Keo Founding Editors Award, and thank you so much for coming on Madcast. Thank you so much. I'm very honored to be interviewed, and thank you for having me on the podcast. Madcast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like us on social media so others can find and enjoy these conversations. Jennifer Ari is our audio producer. Our original theme music was composed and performed by Dr. Joseph Lopicaro. Jordan Proietti designed our logo. Cecil Felton is executive producer. And I'm Lauren Vicker. Stay well and thanks for joining us as we celebrate the class of 2020.